We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right now, we do hit the Schneider Orange Hotline and welcome in Kevin Holden, CBS 58 TV's sports director. Kevin, always a pleasure. It's been a while since we've had a conversation. Yeah, it's one of those weird things that's happened in the quarantine era where you stay close friends, but you don't ever see or talk to your close friends <laughs> just because we're in our own world. So it's nice to keep you up. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, uh, Kevin. And uh, let's let's start with football here, if you will. And and I uh, just had a conversation with Solomon Wilcots of uh, Pro Football Focus. I want to get your spin on it too. Knowing what we've gone through with with baseball, as an example of the contentious kind of negotiations of getting back on the field and what are we getting paid and the, the safety protocol and where are we playing things like that D- does it do you have a little fear that that's what's going on as we speak with the nfl oh 100 and i think the nfl uh the difference between the nfl and major league baseball especially is Major League Baseball's negotiations for 2020 are against this backdrop of hostility between the players and the owners uh, because the CBA is expiring and there's been some, you know, some ill will between the sides. The NFL is doing this not in the court of public opinion, so you hear a lot less about it. But there's no question it's going on. And I think when you talk about setting the parameters of a season, I think it's going to be tougher for the NFL because Major League Baseball of the – but let's talk about baseball, basketball, football. Baseball is the least amount of contact of the three. There is some contact, but it's not the same. Basketball has a lot of contact, but has this situation where they can put players in a bubble with the idea of mitigating the spread of the virus. Football is neither of those things. There is heavy, hard contact, and there is no bubble. So it will be, I think, by a pretty long shot, the most dangerous of those three sports to try to get off this year, fans or not. And, uh, and I think that negotiation, the, the stuff that's going on to try to, to lay the groundwork for this season has got to be just about impossible. We still don't know everything we should know about this virus, uh, especially to put on a, a multi-billion dollar thing like the NFL. I, I think it's a tough thing for them right now. It is, and I'm, I've been uh, stating this throughout that I'm really glad I don't have to make those types of decisions because, you know, the amount of pressure that is on those uh, really monumentous decisions, um, I, do you have to sort of program yourself? Because I know this is what is going on in, in my brain. I have to expect that there are going to be some flare-ups, whether it's uh, with basketball, whether it's with baseball, and certainly football upcoming, and uh, you could make the argument for some other sports as well. But do we have to pattern our brain to think that, hey, don't be so shocked because there is a flare-up? Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. I finally, uh, after weeks of trying to come up with a good way to verbalize uh, how I feel about going forward with sports. I think I finally hit the analogy that I wanted yesterday, and, and it's this. 
if you're a pilot and you're deciding that you're going to fly a plane into a storm, you're going to deal with heavy bumps. And, and so you have to know as you fly into those clouds that the bumps are going to be ahead. They're, they're very likely. You don't know what they're going to be or the severity of them. But if you, if you do this, if you make the decision to not fly around it, to not wait, then you will have to deal with the bumps in the road. And that's, uh, you know, I think that's kind of a far-reaching statement. As a sports fan, uh, people ask me how I feel about Major League Baseball making it to a postseason this year. And I don't know how great I feel about it. I, I, yeah, they maybe can get through two months in a quarantine-type situation, but they're going to be bumps. I mean, already the Royals hit a situation during their summer camp where they had no catchers. I mean, that's something that affects the competitive integrity of the game. So uh, if, if, if you get smooth sailing, then you were just lucky enough to go through the clouds without bumps. I would not expect that, though. Well, all indications are is that the Brewers uh, organization have been – you know, uh, more on the luckier side of things. I know there was a couple that uh, tested positive, Luis Urias and Angel Perdomo, prior to summer camp getting under the underway, and Eric Lauer uh, was uh, in close contact with someone that was positive. But outside of that, as far as we know, uh, there are no outbreaks there. And, and really it comes down to that will have an impact on a, on a probably – I mean, Kevin, you, we could probably safely say that it's going to have an impact potentially on the World Series champion. Oh, 100%. And here's the thing. You, if you talk about losing a player to COVID and you lose them for 15 days, 15 games, that's that, I'm just using that as an example because it's roughly a two-week quarantine plus a few extra days. 15 games in this season is like losing a guy for 40 in a regular season. So if you have uh, an injury of any kind, and COVID is just an example, but any injury to any player is going to affect a much larger percentage chunk of this season, I think, I think the two most important things that, that a team can have uh, in, in 2020 on top of talent is the luck to avoid both injuries and COVID issues and the discipline to to try to stay inside that bubble because look, I, you know, you've got a, a, a faction that is you know concerned, and I'm talking on a greater societal level about you know they they don't want to stay at home; they want to be out. Ooh, I think that the, uh, the team that there we go. Sorry, no, I, th- I think the, uh, I think yeah, I think you're all right, Kevin. Go ahead. The, the team that's the most disciplined in a situation like this that, that goes outside the least might have the best advantage in the postseason. Well, and that leads to the indication that the, the team that is more connected, if you will, the team that has the best chemistry, the best respect for each other, I, I think that's a team that could have an advantage. Kevin Holden, CBS 58 sports director uh, here on the Bill Michaels show on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Kevin, let, let's get get on the field. I, I will say this on the uh, Universal DH. Uh, I've definitely changed my mind on that, and I've, I've come full circle the other way. Initially, I thought it would help the Milwaukee Brewers because I, I look at on the field and Justin Smoke and Morrison and Jed Jerko and Ryan Braun and all these guys going to help, help, help. 
And then I thought of it different. Other teams get that same advantage. Well, what it took away from the Brewers in this situation was an asset that Craig Council had, and that was a National League style of managing. That was a strength. We're all about ranking. We're all about ranking things and putting things in a pecking order. Well, Craig Council, I think you and I can agree, that would have been toward the top in terms of strategy in the National League. Now that minimizes that strength that Craig Council has, he'll figure out a way. Don't get me wrong. The mad scientist, he'll figure out a way to, to have a little advantage with some other stuff. But would you agree with that, that it took away something he did better than most other managers? I would agree with that. You know, I would, this one I would have loved to see, Tim. Think about this. Council loves to use, especially late in the year, he loves to use a ton of pitchers, and he loves to just tinker and tinker and play and play. Could you imagine, instead of having a four-person bench, if he has a ten-person bench, and he can right. pitch hit for all of those pitchers and put the exact right guys in the exact right situation? The other thing I think you missed out on, which is a little bit unusual, is uh, – we got a couple guys that can rake in that pitching staff. Brandon Woodruff, man, I, that, that home run sticks in my mind. We won't see that this year. That's a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is, I, you know, I'm uh, super excited to get underway. Now, to switch gears r- real quick uh, before I let you go. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, not far behind the NBA from MLB, and that'll be two weeks from today. Just give me, give me your thoughts on, did they do the right thing? And I think with the hot spot of Florida, I, that may be circumstance and happenstance, but... Is there a way out of that particular bubble? Because, I mean, the, the, the infrastructure is set for a season in two weeks. Yeah, and I think at this point, I, I think the only way out of that bubble is if you have a, not just one place in the country, but a lot of places in the country that had such a low incidence of cases and such a low risk that you'd feel comfortable playing there. And I don't think you can do that at this point because everything – uh, is so different with the virus in different parts of the country. New York, where it was such a problem earlier, is down to just a few hundred cases a day, where in the South you've got 15,000 cases a day. So I, I, I can't imagine the league wanting to bust that bubble and put immediately Atlanta and Los Angeles and Houston and Dallas at a disadvantage under New York or Boston. I, I just don't think they could. And at this point, with the amount of money they put into it, I'm kind of like, stick them in that bubble and let them play. It's like watching a snow globe. I'll just watch them play it out. Yeah, no no question. Final thing for you, Kevin Holden. I hate to, to, to force you to put a number on it, but um, just in the terms of basketball and baseball, give me a percentage, a confidence percentage on making it through the season for the NBA and Major League Baseball. With no shutdowns, with no like major stoppages, I would say uh, I, I'm under half uh, on baseball because I just the way this thing keeps changing and moving and, and all the parts involved, I think it's, it's going to be much tougher. Inside the bubble, I think the NBA has at least a chance to you know minimize contact. I'd put I'd put the NBA's chance at going all the way through without any major stoppage at like 75 and baseball at 45. Like, so just enough to say that I'm more confident that it won't than I am that it will. <laughs> okay. Wow. 
Boy, there's he's here here I thought you were this optimist and you were this happy go lucky and <laughs> whole deal. But hey, that that's what we've come to. You're not alone in that sentiment, for sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people that feel that way because we we see how tough this is as a society and I'm not here to judge anybody for how they feel or how they approach things, but it is obvious that we have a lot of trouble going all in one direction and to get to the end of a season you need everybody going in the same direction it's hard to do yeah it is kevin thanks for the time we'll talk soon okay jim great to catch up man let's do this soon yeah you got it kevin holden cbs 58 television sports director joined us here on the schneider orange hotline schneider hiring drivers right now they work hard you work hard they treat you fair for 80 plus years they've been getting it done call them at 844 pride or go to schneiderjobs.com we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.